0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Jet Lag Zone, where you can get the world for just uh, free here and around the world. I'm Arthur Von Wiesenberger. And I'm Richard Miner. And indeed, you are a handsome debonair <laughs> fellow, as he is your, the, your, your the, and the gossip uh, columnist for the Santa Barbara News Press. You can always check out what's really happening in Santa Barbara by reading, of course, any page of the Santa Barbara yes. News Press. But on your Tuesday uh, section, it's always a page turner. Yes. And so as you know, I don't like to repeat gossip, so listen carefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, one place that uh, I, I need to listen to, because it's not on the top of my travel list but if he's gone there i want to go there the man who has gonomad.com let's say hi to max hartshorn hello max good morning
1: arthur and richard good to be with you again in beautiful santa barbara yeah, yes.
0: Well, yes we wish you were here in beautiful santa barbara where are you by the way
1: i'm in beautiful south deerfield
0: and what's it like today
1: it's a little chilly. You know, it's fall, and you guys know about fall in, in the in the in the uh, New England. It's crisp and, and a little bit chilly. Are the trees and, uh, turning? You no, know, it's 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 not Santa Barbara, but it's beautiful four season weather.
0: Do you have t- do you have t- colored colorful leaves yet?
1: Not yet, not right. yet. It's a little early for that, but we'll have those in about two three weeks.
2: Wow! And is there a noticeable drop in temperature? I just love it because it's suddenly you know we go from summer. Twenty four hours later, it's autumn or the fall. And you get a sort of precipitous drop in temperature? Does it oh, yeah. Come well,
1: now, you know, how you can tell it's going to get colder, guys, is because I've just been stacking my firewood. Uh, me and all of the neighbors are stacking all their cordwood, getting long, all yeah. put away for the winter. So that's what we do around here. We get ready for winter with our fires.
0: Yeah, out here, we're stacking our bathing suits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and That's Santa Barbara. What can I say? But Columbia, now, there's a place... What do they have stacked? People there? What, what do you? Oh, Colombia! You, you, know, you guys,
1: Colombia. This this today's segment is going to be about armchair travel because the truth is that Colombia is still a destination that for many people is sort of out of reach. But it's a wonderful place, and it's a place that's full of friendly people people who have you know. Different lives than we do. People who live in remote places. I went to the one of the most most remote places I've ever been to, called the Choco region of Colombia on the Pacific Coast. There's no internet. There's no roads. There's no radio. There's no newspapers. There's nothing except beaches and wonderful people and fish from the sea and jungles.
0: How did you get there?
1: I got there by plane. We flew over. With the, the government of Colombia is trying to promote tourism, so they wanted to give us an idea of some of the natural places that we could go. So we flew from Medellin, which is one like cosmopolitan city. Which well, yes, that certainly evokes certain
2: some memories of certain drug cartels, if I yeah, remember well, right. Yeah, a long
1: time ago. we got to give this guys a break. That yes. was 1993. So this is the new image. So we need yes. to give Medellin. Medellin is really on its way back in a very positive way. We flew to Medellin and then quickly flew in a small plane with a big, big weight requirement. So we barely brought any luggage at all to the tiny little place called Bahia Solana, which is right on the coast of Colombia. And then we took a drive, a 14-kilometer drive, in the most rutted, terrible roads you've ever been to. The only road in the whole province, just about, to get to this magnificent part of the world called El Valle on the Pacific Coast of Colombia. Huh. We spent a week without. Imagine this: a week without email for me, a week without the a week without email, a yes. week without the web, without the news, without Sarah Pale and everybody else. How it about was, cell phones? Did that work? You know, no cell phone.
0: No cell phones. Wow, this is no, a really no. getaway. Was there a hotel or somewhere you could actually stay? Well, it was
1: an it was an Echo Resort on the beautiful coast. They had a generator. They had a water hydro generator that generated about two hours of electricity every day. They came around and lit gas lanterns in our cabins. We had fishermen come up and bring fish that they sold to the resort. The little tiny resort, about seven cabins. It was really remote, but you know, guys, it was a great trip. Really Would this be a romantic
0: getaway or is it the kind of more rustic getaway?
1: A rustic getaway. A getaway that was. Filled with adventure, like hiking through the jungle, uh, we went up these really steep slopes in this very dense jungle. We went out on whale watching. We went out on eighteen-foot outboard motorboats and saw whales about five feet away in the Pacific. The humpback whales go right by the same whales that you guys probably have in Santa Barbara. The humpback whales are a big part of the attraction. We saw a lot of you know insects and different spiders close up and scary things like that. And we got a chance to take an open boat, an open boat out on a, a trip three-hour trip across the bay and almost got drowned but it was an adventure i came back with some adventure
0: <laughs> and alive <laughs> what, what is it what does this echo resort cost
1: uh, it costs not that much it 's probably about one hundred dollars a night, including all the meals, and you take all the meals at this wonderful little they have a little dining, a little dining area all open everything 's all open they have mosquito nets so you don 't have to worry about you know, any kind of bites there 's really no bugs at all, but it 's about a hundred dollars all inclusive for all your meals and you basically get a chance to do snorkeling and whale watching and um, you know just walking on the beach, doing some jungle hiking and very rustic and very close to the ground you know it 's a kind of trip that you really remember. But, is,
2: but given its remoteness, is it quite expensive to actually get there?
1: Yeah, it would be because you'd have to take a flight. I think the flight was about, I think the flight down to Medellin, they have regular flights from Miami and, and other gateways. So that's like, you know, $400 or so. Mm-hmm. But I think it's about uh, $300 to fly in the small plane over to the part of Colombia where you can go. And, you know, the thing is that we did have, when we were there, that's why I said I started this by saying it was sort of an armchair trip because the government was so kind of worried about, you know, bad publicity and kidnapping and stuff that they yes. brought soldiers with us. So we had these very jolly soldiers uh, helping, <laughs> accompanying us on many of our trips. Now does a regular traveler get to
0: have the soldier with you?
1: You know, they were really friendly, and they just were part of the scene. In Colombia, because of all the problems they've had, they have a very high acceptance rate of police and soldiers. They're not regarded in anything except as, oh, yeah, hi, how you doing? You know, there's no problem. There's no animosity. But but
2: without them, could you actually be staying longer than you would wish?
1: You might have. There was a (laughs) couple of people in January that met up with the FARC and were kidnapped. Um, So we didn't want that to happen.
2: Yes, well, that's, yes. So they're they're obviously trying to make it a a broader brush and get away from the old days with They
1: are, exactly. They're trying really hard to try to reverse that. But as you know, it's very hard to change the perception. I mean, I talked to you guys when I was in Pittsburgh. Poor Pittsburgh gets a bad rap, and it's a wonderful little city. But, you know, there's a lot of places like Columbia, which are really becoming the new places to go. I mean, if you look at the way the... Colombian peso is compared to the dollar, or any place in South America. South America is a much better buy, and it's a wonderful place with all kinds of things. Americans need to go to South America. It's a mm-hmm. great place.
0: I agree with you. It truly really is a great destination. In Argentina, really all is. these places are just dying for your dollars, and you can get a lot of bang for your buck.
1: And you really can. And the thing is that they're very friendly there, and they're very—they have same—you know—they have the internet, they have the cell phones, they have all the things that we have in this country. But I think that you know what's different is Europe. Europe is the traditional destination. Maybe South America and Central America are going to be the new destinations. For but about the
0: food? What, I mean, you know, what, what do they serve in Colombia?
1: Oh, the food's wonderful, especially seafood. I mean, you, you'll, I met a guy who's coming out of the ocean with a gigantic amberjack and then a yellowfin tuna literally direct from the, the guy's dugout boat wow. to the hotel. They slice it up and serve it that night as ceviche, just about as fresh as you can have. And then, of course, you know, rice and beans and plantains that they get from the jungle. And Which banana. is very healthy,
2: very healthy and, eating.
1: Very good, and then rice—they grow their own rice, and um, everything else though has to come by boat or sh- or plane. So it's it's quite a you know arduous thing. You don't have a lot of consumer goods. Remember, one of the ladies with us said, "Can I buy cigarettes here?" <laughs> she <coughs> said, "Wait a minute, you're you're in the jungle. You don't get any cigarettes." What you about uh, cocktails? Cocktails were plentiful. There was rum, and there, was, of course, there's beer. Beer is the drink of choice. One woman with us decided to buy white wine. I think it was like $30 for a half bottle of white wine. That's the rest expensive. of us were happy with our cervezas for yeah. $2 each. But they,
0: not, they don't like tequila, stuff like that, no?
1: Not really, no. You know what their drink is? Um, is a... Uh, oh, um, I can't remember. Argiente, it's called. It's a, it's a special drink. It's sort of similar to the way they have in Brazil. They have the... Uh, oh, like Cacace.
0: Like you yeah. have in a caipirini kind of thing.
1: Yeah, they all have their own special kinds of drinks that they make, and some of these villages make their own, you know, cane liquor and so forth. But drinking, you know, it's not a big drinking place. It's more of a place to really commune with nature and to see this, these spectacular beaches, you guys. I mean, nobody's been there. Nobody's mm. there. And there's only about, you know, I think there's 75,000 people in the whole province, and it's about, you know, a size of North Carolina. I mean, it's huge.
0: Our engineer, Lisa, held up a sign. Chocolate-covered ants. Did you have any of those?
1: We didn't have anything like that. There was no gross food. There was no, um, no <laughs> bizarre food with Andrew Zimmer. It was very plain and, and simple. It was just, uh, you know, it was a destination that, you know, if you go to one of the cities in Colombia, it really is a place that you can really enjoy. The people are very friendly. there, much more friendly than, in I think, in Ecuador and in Venezuela and some of the other countries that have having some of the political problems with the U.S. But Colombia is so on our side and such an ally of ours. Hmm. We really need to be supportive of them because they're, they've gone through a lot of struggles. And I think they deserve our tours dollars if anybody can, can and, have the adventure.
0: And Max, going down there now in the fall would be a nice time, wouldn't it? The Beautiful.
1: Well, pleasant. It's, you know, it's about 75, 80 degrees all the time, just like Santa Barbara. Never has any real weather problems. And I really would have to say, it's my second trip to Columbia, and I have to say that it's a safe place, it's a fun place, it's an affordable place, and if you stretch your mind a little bit, you can get around it.
0: And Max, people can read more about this on your website at www.gonomad.com. You got it. Okay. Max, always a pleasure having you on board. Thanks so much, and we hope to have you back very, very okay. soon. Look forward to it. Okay, okay. have fun. Take bye care. All we're going to take a break, and when we come back, let's go to Sweden. yeah, Laura Powell is going to take us up to Sweden, and we're going to find out about eco hotels here on Around the World. Stay tuned, we'll be back.